Welcome back, gamers! This is Andrew Gonzalez. I'm Josh Edgington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies and series based on video games. And you know what that means when you hear German polka music? We're doing another UV Bowl special. So get ready while we discuss boring dialogue and plot, slow motion action scenes, and constantly ask the question, why the hell is this famous actor doing this movie? This week, we watched the 2005 video game movie adaptation of Blood Rain. And joining us for this discussion is Sam Stair and Joe Maginaro from the Horror Squad podcast. How you doing, guys? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for letting us come on. I'm excited to talk some Blood Rain, if you want to call it excited, I guess. <laughs> hey, um, come on. But, but yeah, definitely excited to talk Blood Rain and... Uh, everything else you guys got for us so now first first question are you guys familiar with uv bowl no i was gonna ask you what that is and what that means with you saying that because <laughs> uh, i know as if it's yeah he's, related uh well no he is a controversial german director who pretty much other than paul ws anderson who like resident evil and the ones that kind of did a little better as far as video game related movies this guy just kind of ruined every one that he did, but somehow kept pumping them out. And he is also a person that is, he doesn't give a fuck about like nope. reviews to the point where he set up a boxing match against people that gave him poor reviews and literally, and just beat the shit out of these people in like a boxing match. He, he it was so, oh, it's so weird. He sounds psychotic. Oh, he is psychotic. He trolls his own reviews. Very. Yeah, he goes to, he goes and reviews his own like movies on and like, this is better than like every other movie. That movie sucks cock. I love it's your like, UV I, bull accent. This, there. this is the best movie I've ever seen. It is not funded by Nazi gold. <laughs> Promise you. He, he's like been the bane of my fucking existence since we started this podcast because yeah. he does like, all video game movies and I hate him because he doesn't care. I want him but on the Does he have supporters? Like actually people who are probably because him, they see the, yeah, they see the psychotic nature of it and then they find it entertaining, which I mean, I'll be honest, I find it entertaining too. It, but in he, a way. He, he just has no respect for like the source material and it's so evident in every movie that he's done. That he just basically like, oh, I'll just look at the back of this video game <laughs> box and see what it says. Okay, we'll write a movie based on the images that's on the back of this card. Oh, yeah. He, okay. If, if you want to re- really see how much this piece of shit, this guy's a piece of shit, watch Postal. Oh, no, don't watch that movie. I was just going to say, I only know him from House of uh, the Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Yep. Yeah. That's, one. That's, that's the only movie I think of his that I've possibly seen. And I, I just know him as just, Everyone basically hating him. That's like all I've ever heard. And I think like his highest rated movie on like Rotten Tomatoes is like twenty percent. Like, and that's like being uh, generous. Mm-hmm. I think wow, that's twenty percent. I think that's the Jason Statham movie he did yeah, uh, in the name of the yeah. king. <laughs> but the House of the Dead, we did that movie, and boy, oh, oh my god, it looked like they just went to different like haunted houses and were like, "Hey, you, you want to be in a movie?" Hey, how about you? Yeah, but not like good haunted houses. Like yeah. when a town sets up a haunted house, like, like your like your town high center. school just did. Yeah, like <laughs> that's that's the kind of haunted house. Oh boy! But uh, before we dig into it, how about you guys explain to uh, our listeners uh, what you guys do on your podcast? Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> Go for it, Sam. So our podcast is called The Horror Squad Podcast. We review all sorts of horror movies. We also do interviews with different horror directors, actors. We do weekly news, all sorts of stuff. We just talk all things horror pretty much. Um, and it's a good time. And you guys awesome. really know your stuff. You know, I'll give credit to Joe, Todd, and Steve. I I always learn so much from them. And it's interesting because everyone has their own favorite thing about horror. So like with Joe, he kind of likes the slow burns. And then I feel like Todd likes something different. Steve likes something different. I like something different. So it's always interesting just to hear each other's opinions and views. All right. So I'm just going to hit you with this. Favorite horror movie, each of you? Um, Mine absolutely is The Shining. Like, it's my always my go-to. I just love it. I Every time I watch it, I, like, pick up something different. Yeah. And there's just so... And there's just, like, so many different, like, theories out there. Oh, and, God, like, yeah. Uh, ju- ju- just on, like, certain scenes. Uh, there's a great documentary, uh, Room 237, mm-hmm. I believe it's called, which was fantastic. A lot, it had a, went really deep dive in there, and... Actually, recently I watched a 40-minute video on YouTube called The Wendy Theory. So if anyone wants to check that out, uh, I think my, that is interesting. I think my buddy Dan Sullivan, I think you know Dan Sullivan. Uh, I do, I, yeah. I think he was telling me about that, where it's all, um, something about it's all in Wendy's head or something like that. Yeah, basically it's like uh, Wendy's like schizophrenic, essentially. Yeah, and like a lot of it, basically it's her. She's the one that snapped, basically. And, you know, Jack is really just a good guy, like minding his own business. <laughs> so it, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, that's always my go-to when people ask. I mean, it's so tough to pick just one because, uh, I, I mean, I it, it could change by the day, honestly, depending on your mood. But, I mean, the, the Shining's, I mean, I got a Shining tattoo. There you go. And just knowing what like they put the actors through to get that just raw oh, yeah. fucking horror, especially in the you feel bad for the kid actor, <laughs> knowing that they probably yeah. were fucking with them trying to get him to be so scared the whole time. I just know a lot of people think that it also hints the. I know one of the big theories is the moon landing thing that. Uh, yeah. You know, my, my buddy Pat was all about that one, but uh, Sam, what's your favorite? So mine is. John Carpenter's Halloween. I feel like it just, it's it's such a good classic and it Mm -hmm. has everything you could possibly want in a horror movie. It's just amazing. Did you like the Rob Zombie rendition? I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) I bet everybody asks you that. Well, every, okay, just what do you think? Do you think I'll say I like it or I hate it? If if she really enjoys the original, no, I don't think think you're going to say you you hate it. I love it. Okay, all right. (laughs) See, I liked the first one that he did. I wasn't crazy about the second one. I liked how that, like yeah. hyper violent they were. They were much more. So he was much more aggressively oh, yeah. violent. Like not just like I'm gonna stab one time. It's like I'm gonna stab you like fucking fifteen times. And you're like, God damn! Like it's okay. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I just what don't. Would you guys pick for your number one? Um, I mean, my go-to is always Nightmare on Elm Street one. Uh, honestly, it's like it's the trifecta of Nightmare One, Halloween One, and Friday the Thirteenth One. Like just those all together, I feel like are just some of the best horror. Yeah, no, those are really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> no, okay. no, no, just kidding. 
Uh, we actually covered that on the show. Oh, really? Uh, we did, yeah. I'll have to listen to that episode because I recently showed my girlfriend Kat that movie, and I was like, oh, it's like one of my favorite Halloween movies, and we watched it, and she's like, can we please turn this off? We watched it this year for the podcast, and it, it went down a little for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't hold up. It does yeah. not, no. Uh, Ernest I, Saves Christmas holds up. Though. Hey, I was happy to see Eartha Kit, though. I was like, oh, True. Yeah. she's yeah. in this movie. But she's great in it. I would say um, Evil Dead 2, I um, actually, which I, Joe, as kids, probably showed me all of my, him, Steve, and Jim, our old friends, Mike Lewis, probably showed me all my favorite horror movies. I always acted tough, but I was probably the biggest wimp when it came to the horror movies out of all of them. And I remember Evil Dead 2 was the one that really kind of showed me a different aspect of horror because I know we watched Evil Dead 1 and then 2 was just like so different and and it like really made me like the the practical effects they really show in that and I just remember loving it and remembering it it's like oh horror can also be kind of fun at the same time right. so that's yeah. always been kind of like special to me yeah that's kind of what I feel like the Nightmare on Elm Street series kind of like tripped a little bit on is they focus too much on the funny when we get to like the third movie where like the first movie is just like this is a terrifying concept and he's not like haha it's prime time bitch it's like okay shut up and just murder (laughs) these kids can you just not i was so terrified of freddie growing up but then when they started focusing on him being too jokey i was like i hate you you're so lame (laughs) yeah exactly but I love when he got lame. That's when I got less scared. Yeah. Because I am i don't know like you, but when I first saw it when I was a kid, I didn't sleep for like three days because I was like, <laughs> I can't fall asleep. I'll die. It just can't happen. He will get you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember they had like an eight hour documentary that I didn't know was eight hours until three three hours in. I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever watched that. Oh, yeah. I, I never sleep again. The never sleep again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe I did start watching some of that with you, I think. Another fantastic documentary is uh, In Search of Darkness. It's all about 80s horror movies. It's like probably about four hours long, um, but they just released a part two, but can't recommend it enough. Sam and I watched part one. We got to watch part two. I think I saw, maybe, did you guys recently post about that? I don't think so. I think I might have saw a preview in Darkness. That just sounds familiar. In Search of Darkness. In Search of Darkness. Yes, sir. Maybe I think I go another UV Bull movie mm. into the dark. What was that called? Was <laughs> Alone not. in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. Well, with Tara Reed and Christian Slater and the guy who is not. Yeah, Christian if Slater. you guys want to watch terrible movies, just look up this guy. It and but he gets hey. like don't watch Postal. He just gets please don't. Yeah, if, I beg you. He really lays into nine eleven jokes, and it's 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 so weird. Oh yeah, boy, the movie starts with a nine eleven joke. And it's like trying to paint that like the passengers are what caused the plane to crash and not the suicide bombers. It's like, oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah. No, I feel like I would give I would. OK, so if there was one movie that we would give another chance to, what would you recommend? Ooh. Uh, I, I would be interested just what, to, to you for UV Bowl. Yeah. Oh, um. I mean, Far Cry wasn't the worst. It was, I guess it was the most accurate as as far as like video game movies, but it wasn't that great. I don't know. It, but just... if you want to just watch like a really <laughs> shitty movie, yeah, watch Postal. Yeah, it has Mini Me in it. It has Vern uh, Troyer. I would. I, like, oh. Yeah. Um, and you see David Foley's dick. 
Oh God, I forgot you see Dave Foley. Oh wow. Uh, I would say just sense. like I don't I hate that I'm recommending this one because the only one that really sticks, I would say, is see postal because it's just so bad. It's in uh, such poor taste. It's so but weird. Other than but, that, but that's not a horror movie. Though. That's and the only I, thing. I don't know if you guys agree with me. Like Blood Rain, a lot of his movies, besides the bagged acting and the terrible, like everything that they add to it, they're kind of boring. Yeah. 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 This movie, like Blood Rain, is very boring. Like it. You're just like, okay, she's kind of a vampire. There's these hunters. Her dad's Ben Kingsley. Uh, okay, cool. Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, let's yeah. let's get this right. He, he needs to be denighted right. after yeah, being see, in this Sam agrees. Movie. He needs to get that <laughs> sir taken title. away. He needs that sir taken away. Sorry. Well, I'm not I won't tell you, but there's one scene in particular that was not boring at all and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> And uh, I can't wait to say what. Uh, oh, the the sex scene, right? Was no, it? Not, not. Oh, the really? Sex yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend's right here, Joe. Like, damn, dude. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. But all right, uh, Blood Rain, uh, you know, was released in 2005 in not America. We couldn't not figure America. out where that was, but somewhere else in America. Dewey Bowl's hometown, I'm guessing. January 4th, 2006. We were graced with this movie. Uh, director UV Bowl, and the budget was. 25 million and uh josh how much money did this movie make made about 3.7 nice box office flop that's how much he this guy mainly made he funds his own movies yeah was this a direct to dvd release no it did it it, it, it actually went theaters it It went into theaters uh it was supposed to come out in like a ton of theaters and then they they kind of wisened up and they're like yeah maybe we'll just put like another pixar movie and just keep that in for another couple weeks (laughs) Uh, oh uv bulls putting out another movie Ah, no 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 thank you so um yeah no one saw it and no one cared who did see it no, I I actually um I used to play the video game when I was younger and I worked at Blockbuster at the time and I remember hearing it come out and I'm like, oh, and I was so excited because I loved the game and I was very sad after I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Though, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to hear what Joe's favorite scene. I still think it's that prison sex scene. I, I, really, I, <laughs> I wouldn't blame him if it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was very weird and random, but. It was so, so random. random, so incredibly random. I mean, I so, like- yeah. You, if you want, let's just let's just talk about it now. I, oh yeah. Because yeah. we're gonna talk, we're gonna kind of like talk about the plot a little bit, but like, who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> if you let's just talk about the interesting stuff right off the bat. So, what what was your favorite scene in this movie? Um, I mean, favorite scene, favorite character is Meatloaf. I mean, oh. just, 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 <laughs> all right, okay, okay. This a a a a plus with meatloaf here. I mean, he's just sitting there in his orgy with like just an outrageous wig on, and it's very brief, but uh, it was just hilarious. Oh yeah, he didn't actually get paid to be in that role. They're just like, here's a here's a wig, and we're gonna let you rub fake blood on this girl's titty. Yeah. And he's like, all right, yeah. don't let me sleep on it, I guess. Which, by baby, the baby, way, those were Romanian prostitutes that UV Bull paid <laughs> to have in the movie. Wow. Most wow. of the people that you thought were prostitutes in this movie because of the acting were prostitutes <laughs> yeah. because he said it's just cheaper to get prostitutes. But, you know, we need to support our sex workers. So, yeah, yeah no, hey, definitely support hey. the sex workers. Well, I was wondering that, too, because they're the girl that he was rubbing the fake blood on her breast. 
Like she just kept making like this face like she was biting her mouth. And I'm like, I wonder if she's really like into this now because it seems like she's really wanting that D and that makes sense. Like she's like, I'm here to do one job, one job. That's it. Yeah. Her dad, who's like her acting coach off screen is just like, yeah, that's a rock star meatloaf. And she's like, okay, whatever. I do. I just signed. I also thought maybe like uh, UV Bowl was just behind the like camera just being like, bite the air. Bite it. You want that D? You want it. Oh, my God. So basically, the actors were paid with the Romanian prostitutes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that why Michael Madsen's like, yeah, I'll do another movie with Huey Bull, even though he said this was like a disgrace of a movie? I I swear that's just how they got Meatloaf in there. Like, No, the the main actress is the one that was like, hey, Meatloaf should be in this movie as this character. And Huey Bull's like, okay, let's call him. (laughs) And they got him. I feel like... I feel like the actors knew they were like what they were in for here. Like, cause like the, the performances are all like so wooden to oh, me. Yeah. Like it's like, they just like stop giving a fuck. Like, especially Ben Kingsley. Like he's just there like for a paycheck. It seems like he was there for a day. I bet like, yeah, he, they just filmed yeah. all no the sle- scenes in like an hour and they were like, okay, you, you can go now here. Put this wig on. Yeah. Like, he admitted that he only <laughs> did this movie cause he wanted just to be a vampire in a movie. And he didn't really research like the history of the director or the or like, you know, anything about him. So he's just like, yeah, I probably should have waited for like any other vampire movie. Ugh, that mm-hmm. sword play at the end with the Captain Hook sword in the slow motion. Like, <laughs> oh, that was, so that was so weird. I mean, the fight choreography in general, it was just janky as fuck. Because it just seems oh, like yeah. they didn't hire fight choreographers. They're just like, yeah. okay, actors, you do it. And they're like, we don't know what to do. It's like, just fucking do anything. Michael Madsen. I'm paying you in Nazi gold. Just do something. Michael Madsen didn't even seem like he knew how to like hold a sword. He was having conversations <laughs> with like a sword upright. Yeah, one of the other fun facts is he was always drunk when producing this movie. Oh. Michael Madsen. That's why his character oh. was like, I don't remember my line. Oh wait, I'm a vampire wait, did he hunter. Have an accent because I feel like they all had Sometimes to pretend like. Did. Same thing with Michelle Rodriguez. Sometimes she was like, yes. "I'm my so Fast weird. and Furious character," and then other times it's like, <laughs> "I am from Euro- European country." See, I said this in our Resident Evil episode. I, Michelle Rodriguez. She just, has one role. She does one thing. Sleepy character. I'm like, tough, I feel like tough she, bitch character, but I she get shit always, done. Always seems like she doesn't want to be there. I don't see Vin Diesel, so I'm not excited. <laughs> this movie's not about family. Uh, so playing wanna, the inevitable. Do you want to, we'll start the breakdown? Oh my. The beginning of, I know we want to go bit, we don't want to miss a chomp. You're right, you're right. We don't want to miss anything. Ugh, so I guess we're introduced to the the Brimstone Hunters. The Michael Brimstone. Madsen, random other guy, and Michelle Rodriguez. Okay, we'll call him Guy Who Fucks the Half Vampire. And then... <laughs> yeah. Sebastian. His name is Sebastian? Yeah. Under the sea. Oh, I wish it was (laughs) that guy. (laughs) I met that guy when I was a kid. Oh. And you keep talking about that? Yeah. I met the crab from (laughs) 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 Little Mermaid. And unfortunately, it was like a, a Millie Vanilli scenario. He was like, we had something when I was a kid, and he was singing, you know, Little Mermaid songs, but then the CD started skipping. And oh no! Any rant? Disney World? No, <laughs> it was like uh, some like fair fuck. or something like that. It was like meet the voice actor from Sebastian, and he was like singing wow. like like your ma- your grandma and my grandma sitting by wow. the fire. 
Damn. I think that's the song. People yelling, you're not a crab. (laughs) You're just crabby. Want Ariel. (laughs) We want the fish lady. It's just a bunch of like little girls and me just chanting Ariel. You now, like 35 years old. (laughs) I want the real crab. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So back to this fucking movie. So the three hunters, they get tipped off that there's a abnormal freak at the circus. After they just randomly stab some dude trying to get a drink and no yeah, that reaction vampire is not trying bu- to fuck with anyone. He's just like, yo, let me get a drink. This guy's like, I'm just going to take your life because we're vampire hunters. But how did he know? Do you like vampires? He looked you, in the mirror. The horror people like do vampires have like a scent? No. I guess, though, because he did make a scent like a smelling thing before he used the mirror that well, there was, was a mirror vampires don't have reflections andrew oh i didn't he looked in the mirror and there was no one next to him wow i didn't i didn't even notice you were so bored <laughs> two minutes into this movie that you weren't paying attention i was just writing notes i was already like fuck this movie oh boy this is a great start <laughs> okay so we're introduced to blood rain who is a person who First they just blood. cut up and pour holy water on and then make her Drink blood to regenerate, and I guess that's the sideshow. At least she had a job. As someone that is currently unemployed, you know, she should be grateful that she had... It was slavery, by, but, you know... <laughs> right, I'm gonna shut up now. Ooh. Would, you, would you guys You're think... not making a great case for the fight for 15 folks out there <laughs> listening. You're like, you know, slave wages aren't so bad if you don't have a job. It's like, geez, why don't you go work at McDonald's? What'd you guys think of this actress, by the way? That played Rain. I mean, she was trying. I'll give her oh, that. You know, she was trying hard. Like, <laughs> I actually feel like she was probably like the best part of the movie, kind of. Like, I don't know. Like, and that's not saying much because, like, I, 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 I never felt like a connection to her really, which mm-hmm. was like a big problem. Like, I didn't really give a shit one way or the other. Like, you know, she was, she was trying. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah, she was she was okay. I kept telling Joe because um all the other women, they all looked so similar with the time period that it was and she looked like she just came from out of the 90s. Like her makeup was very stylistic <laughs> yes. in that time. Her haircut was very 90s. Yeah. And I'm like they should have put like extensions in and then when she escapes and goes out her, on her own, she can chop her hair and become the video game vixen that she is. But I just thought that was kind of random. Yeah, she was dressed like she just came at that like blood party from the beginning scene of Blade One. Like yeah. just like Jenko jeans and everything. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't really uh put too much thought in her her stylization because even when they give her new clothes later it's like the same clothes like you know I didn't what? Even and changed, that's honestly. interesting that you say that because once sebastian took her the new outfit and then she goes and has sex and then she comes back and i'm like wait i want to see the new outfit that they made you but <laughs> I, I guess, guess yeah it, i guess that was it that i didn't was even it. realize yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't crazy. I, she did get better throughout the movie, but yeah. at the beginning, after this whole scene when she just escapes and they decide to show that in a quick flashback, like I was actually laughing when she was like, uh, 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 uh. I was like, what is going on here? She, she felt guilty because the blood rage yeah, overcame was... her. And the, and the amazing Amanda. R. Her BFF. Oh, her yeah. BFF for life, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, she... I'd say that, like, I was going to say, yeah, I say that, like, her acting was okay. And, like, probably in a big low point of a whole movie, a high point, along with Ben Kingsley's basically interpretation of the Sultan of Agrabah, like, with his clothing style, like, throughout the whole movie. I, I really enjoyed Ben Kingsley, even though he did nothing but sit on a throne and feast on, like, a 14-year-old girl who looked like she was more scared of Ben Kingsley than, like, pretending, like, a vampire is going to I was going to say, how did Ben Kingsley <laughs> feel that he had to caress a 14-year-old girl? Yeah. Weird. So strange. <laughs> Did they film in Maine? Is that why they did that? <laughs> I just was wondering, like, uh, this actress that played Rain, like, had, did she go on to do, like, anything she with her career? I know she did Blood Rain, too. No, she didn't. Different, oh, she didn't do Blood Different Rain actress, but she oh, ended okay. up being in another UV Bull movie, which was the Jason Statham one, uh, In the Name of the King, in 2007. So that's all I saw that it, what else she was in. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Poor People say girl. they like that one. Yeah, yeah. I guess out of all of them, it it is the most well received. I mean, if we probably look into it, it probably still didn't make too much money. True. Even if it was the best of, I mean, you could put a like a cherry on a pile of shit, and I guess yeah, yeah. it is the best <laughs> thing there. Well, we'll find out at some point if we like that movie. Yeah. It's a it's a video game movie, so I guess we, we watch will. It. We have no choice. We could just quit. No. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, we made a contract with blood. I didn't, I didn't sign a contract. But after this, what what else happened? We get that flashback. I felt bad for Amazing Amanda. You know, she was like, you know, her. she talked about trying acting. I have an uncle. He has a ship. He's a sailor. We we can <laughs> escape together. Yeah, it's then, like every guest on SNL that like reads the script off like stage. Like, yes. Yeah, so, and then here's the joke. Oh shit, I read the wrong thing. And then, so, yeah. how does Rain repay her? She just bites her and steals her weapons. I know. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, like, so lazy that whole scene where like it just shows her like the actress gets close to someone's head and then just goes shakes her head and it's like that's not how vampires attack people, lady. Oh, shaky camera. Just motorboats people's necks. Yeah. Motorboating people's necks. It's like, I'm a vampire. Did you get that? Well, I always wondered why whenever their neck gets attacked, no one ever screams. They just immediately like, they're like, all right, this is it. Like, there's no reaction whatsoever. Not Maybe it feels pretty good. Seconds. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that because it's true. Like every time and especially when she bites that other vampire, which I, I, we're getting that scene soon. She just goes, <sighs> and then people rob her. Yeah. Well, that's accurate. Yeah. That's those are just those are people that worked on the movie, and they're like, we really need money, so they're just robbing. The well, I I thought that was the most accurateness in the movie. Yeah, that was pretty accurate. But in the and then I feel like we get this, you know, we get a because you know we just talked about it. We get the flashback, you know, um, amazing. Uh, amazing Ama- Amanda the Amazing. Stop Ama- calling her Amazing Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not letting this Amanda thing go. <laughs> she's amazing. You see what she did with those thingies? Like She cut a candle. Who gives a shit? It Move was on. amazing. <laughs> That's why she's Amazing Amanda. But how, you know, she briefly describes like what happened. She says Rain didn't meet it. And then, you know, Vladimir is just like, eh, fuck you. You're dead. And then... Is this the scene where we see Rain go into the town and meet 
the fortune teller who pretty much explains the whole movie to us. Yeah. Well, we do meet Ben Kingsley right before that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's Ben Kingsley. So he's the bad guy. Is there a twist until he's the bad guy? No, he's just the bad guy. Yeah. Every time you see Ben Kingsley, you're like, oh, I can't really think of a movie. He's like the good guy. in. Iron Man 3? He's not really technically the bad guy. Oh, Spoiler shit, alert if you guys ben haven't Kingsley. seen Iron, Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he I, plays the stoner actor that's just like on drugs. The, the, the fake Mandarin. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's still the bad guy. Fuck you, man. But I thought this fortune teller scene was was stupid because she didn't care. She didn't know who she was, right? She didn't know anything. And then all no. of a sudden she's like, I know everything. And I'm going to go <laughs> after Ben Kingsley, uh, whose character's name was. Um, ben Kingsley. <laughs> ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Kagan. Kagan. And it, it's just like she knew everything all of a sudden. And I thought this was such a cop out where, one, that fortune teller knew she was just laying cards down and just naming everything like your mother was this your mother like she probably could have described what her mother looked like and then all of a sudden rain's like i remember i'm going to kill him thank you fortune teller yeah you need those exposition dumps like you need the exposition dump right off the bat then we get a little bit more later on where it's like oh well now you got to get these artifacts that were belial or beliers like no it's belial it's okay. You can say the actual word. It's like, we got to get that. And now you're the super vampire. Yeah, because didn't the fortune teller saying it was supposed to be some sort of ring of light? Not body parts? Dude, I don't know. No, I remember. Damn, damn, damn if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that is not, that was like a, that's not the sex scene, so I remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a big problem I had with this movie, though, is like everything just felt like scenes rather than like a cohesive story it was just like okay it was a scene onto the next scene onto the next scene yeah nothing held any weight so like that scene right. kind of you're like oh it's a little bit of exposition but who cares because i'm right. just like now it's now it's a scene that really doesn't have anything to do with what we we're just talking about so we're just trying to round out characters that at this point we probably should have already like established them and like move past their motivations and try to push the plot along that's not a ue bowl movie though yeah, I mean, it's like like you said, it was all a lot of like info dumps, and that was like a huge problem because like you're not setting anything up, You know, like I would have loved to have seen like the backstory actually happen. Like, you know, obviously you get it mm-hmm. in like the flashback form, but just do it like in as a start of the movie or something like that, and yes. like it will kind of it will tell you Rain's story like so much better. And there'd be way more impact there, but yeah. instead they do these like terrible info dumps, and it just it just did not work. Yeah, she explains it, and then we see it as opposed to like you said, you showed at the beginning. We get this scene set up where this little girl watches her mother being feasted on by a vampire, and then later you find out that that was her mother, and that's why her motivation is to go after Ben Kingsley. That me that adds impact to the plot, but of course, you know we're actually thinking critically, and that's not <laughs> yeah. what this person does. <laughs> I noticed she keeps saying that like uh, her mother was raped in front of her. That I didn't understand. We talked about that too. And they they never show it. Well, obviously they're not going to show. Implying it is one thing, but they didn't. They just murder right away. (laughs) Joe's like, you know what? They didn't show the rape. I don't like this movie. They didn't need to show the rape, but it's like it just seemed like he broke in and then just killed her. And I know like they don't have to show the rape on scene, but 
just something to kind of follow through with that. Yeah, there like, can be implications the without showing scene it. That she has with Sebastian, like I don't. Yeah. Which led nowhere. It led to nothing. Yeah. It led to what? Sitting at the table awkwardly, like. <laughs> like remember two when high we school fucked? Gir- kids that like fucked and just like, oh yeah, we just did that. We fucked in the janitor's boobies. closet. <laughs> <laughs> That actor licked my nipple for some reason. Yeah. Weird. When he so, wasn't supposed to. He definitely wasn't. So, he was caught up in the moment. So I know you don't have to show like a rape scene, obviously. Like no, it's but you never can, like, makes anyone comfortable. Oh no, yeah. I was just... To that effect. And then if they say it in like the, you know, now we're in the present and then she's like finishing explaining you can okay, now it's implied you don't have to show it. But they didn't. They just showed the murder, and that was it. The way that I but, took the rape scene, though, was that like I thought maybe she was saying she ra- he raped my mother, and that's how I was born. But that's this, what I thought too. Yeah, and to be like he raped her in front of me, and I was like, is that how you were born? It makes no sense. <laughs> like, or maybe they maybe because it was so poorly written, he did. And she was born out of it, and then he came back to collect the girl because it's half vampire, half human. But that that would make sense. But see, that would make sense, and that's why they didn't do that because this movie doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. Well, a fact that we did look, the person writing the draft for the movie wasn't even like done, and UV Bull called and yelled at her, called her an idiot, and said, "Give me the the draft for the movie." We're already in post production. Yeah, and they just <laughs> the actors and the director just kind of made it up on the spot as they went. Is pretty much what it said. No, I was going to say, like, I'm thinking of about, like, obviously, like, we do horror movies a lot and stuff. So I think about, like, a movie like Last House on the Left, where, like, the rape scene is, like, so The original or the that remake? Mo- original. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, that rape scene is just so brutal, and it makes you, like, cheer for that person, like, when she goes. And I actually think if in this movie they did show the rape scene, like, the whole point of this movie is... Exactly. The whole point of this movie is Rain's revenge yes. on this guy for raping the mother. And I actually think it may have benefited had they shown it, you know, even though it may be brutal, but I think it would have had like, yeah, more like impact. Implying that thing is happening adds weight to now we have yeah. a revenge quest and whatever brutal thing that happened, similar to Last House on the Left, where like she's chopping off fucking people's balls with like house shears and like microwaving a dude's brain. You're like, yes, fuck yes. Let's do this because of what happened earlier. You're like, you deserve that revenge. No, that makes sense. And I, I, I can never see that movie again, by the way. I really like oh, that movie, tough. but it, it really. Top watch. Yeah. I remember just like it ending and I was just like, I, I will suggest this movie to people, but I don't think I can go through the, the beginning. Yeah, that's a one watch like, kind of movie. That's a one watch kind of movie. Even the new, the, the remake I, I, I enjoyed yeah. as well. Yeah, it was good. And I was like, that oh. was brutal to watch too. Yeah, they amped it up, I think, a little bit too. Actually, that's a, that's a good question. Just kind of an aside from what we're talking about, because obviously this movie sucks. As far as remakes of horror, what do you think was the most, the, the most well done remake of a horror movie? And you know what? I'm gonna start first. I think the harm, the remake of that Friday the Thirteenth was pretty good, honestly. I loved how Jason yeah. like set up traps and stuff, and he wasn't just slowly teleporting everywhere and like mm-hmm. chasing people and utilizing tools. Like I thought that was super unique, and I wish they continued doing that series. He wasn't in Manhattan. He wasn't in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. So best remake of a horror movie, in your mm-hmm. opinion? I, I mean. 
I always go with John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh my God, um, yes. Oh, why did I even say Friday the Thirteenth? <laughs> of course, The Thing is way better. Yeah, yeah I mean, the one with uh, yeah, the eighties one, not the fifties one. Yeah, with yeah. Kurt. Yeah, the eighties uh, one. Uh, Kurt mm-hmm. Russell. Yeah, a lot of people say it's more of like a reboot than a remake, but I always consider it a remake. And then I always go with Cronenberg's The Fly as well. Mm. As like those, those are probably my two. Like, oh, it's so good for like Jeff body Goldblum, horror. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an original to that. Yeah, Vincent Price was in the original Fly. Yeah, okay, maybe. Okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Both good movies, but superior. Uh, definitely the '80s version. And besides Halloween, Sam, is there uh, another one like a remake this that you? This is tough. Um, Friday the Thirteenth is good. Um, what's another one that I like? I feel like I don't know. I'm trying to think of something other than Last House on the Left because I love the remake of that one. I thought it was. I know um, one. You, I know one you love. What's Texas, one that? Because I. Te- oh Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, with Jessica Alba or Beale. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the one scene where the Scary. dude's on the meat hook and he's trying to pull himself off and fall yeah. back on, and yeah. I'm like, oh god. I think I saw that with you, Joe, in the movie theater when we were younger. Possibly, yeah. Very, very, very likely. I think so. Were you guys I'd... holding hands? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> oh. What movie snack did you have? Oh, you know, it was a bucket of popcorn oh, yeah. on someone's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like that one. I, I have a very bad gag reflex. So every time I watch that movie and see the gun and the guy just being like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh I God, feel it. like, oh, dude, you know, actually, what is I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the YouTube channel Dead Meat, um, but they do a they do a show called Kill Count. And the very first episode I ever saw Kill Count was the breakdown of that remake, the Friday the 13th remake. I'm Jesus Christ. You know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. You got it on the brain, huh? Yeah. And that that scene where he puts like the gun in the dude's mouth, like the actor was like legitimately like puking because it, he had a terrible gag reflex. But the practical effects they put into that opening shot with the person shooting themselves in the head and the camera panning through the hole in the head. That was awesome. The practical effects that. were unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And they show the whole tracking thing of how it's done. And I was like, wow. Yeah, much respect for how they did that mm-hmm. especially like mm-hmm. in the 2000s where everything's cgi to actually build that practical effects for that you, you i just respect that shit way more yeah that movie was really good and uh before we go even more on a tangent on other horror movies and we'll get back into blood rain i just because this is one of my favorite and a lot of people disagree with me on this and it goes back to like you know i liked evil dead 2 i wouldn't say it's my favorite remake but i did like the evil dead remake oh yeah I did too yeah great i did too it's scary yeah. it's super scary yeah it went right back yeah, to the original where creepy. it's like terrifying and when she's Graphic. crawling out from underneath the shed i thought was like a really good shot and like i liked the little easter eggs they had like ash's car was there and mm-hmm. you know and every like i, I started in the movie theater and people were like where's ash and i'm like get over it yeah, shut on. the fuck up <laughs> he's doing his evil dead tv show that no one's Which watching i, I watch that I like well it's whatever <laughs> it was all right yeah it was good well it makes me feel better that you know you guys being a pro of horror agree that it was pretty good it was very good yeah well regardless it's your opinion so how is your True. opinion wrong <laughs> i i i just uh i remember when i when I, my single days uh i went on a date with a girl on okay cupid and she we saw that movie together and then i was like it was awesome and she didn't want to she wanted to end the date because i actually liked the movie and she didn't what 
Wow. wow. She's like, you don't, re- you're not a real Evil Dead fan. And I was like, what? Sounds like she's a lot oh, of parties. She was a tough well, one. Fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. I was gonna, I will say the majority of the horror community, I would say, likes that movie and likes that remake. So you're definitely not wrong. Good. I wanted to see more from not that. alone. Thank you. I'm yeah. not alone, Josh. I'm not alone. No, you are. You're alone. <laughs> oh boy. Do we have to keep talking about this movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying. Can we talking just keep talking horror about horror with movies with you guys. Like good <laughs> oh Jesus! Usually we say at this point if we're talking about better movies, take a drink. I'm just gonna do that. Yeah. Well, you mentioned good CGI, and I mean the CGI in this movie is top notch. Oh so. yeah. Oh when she oh when she went into that thing and like you know yeah. threw her her uh, aluminum swords into the the cement and wait there was CGI in this movie. I thought someone great. just overdubbed it with like Microsoft Paint or something. Yeah, like you that. didn't like, you didn't see the Tomb Raider like traps they had when she was getting the the ring of light the eyeball or whatever. Hey, but I have to go backwards just a little bit because I was really excited. I don't know the name of him, but it was the guy she defeated before she got into that room. That was like oh, yeah, an actually cool. pretty cool scene. And he looked so great. Like his mask looked cool. His prop looked oh, nice. The troll guy? And so I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun movie. But then once she went into that room and the CGI came up, I was like, oh, <laughs> hell. <laughs> Why did that guy look like that? Which I thought was maybe meatloaf. I know. At I'm first. like, who is that? I, I was like, no, oh, is that meatloaf? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why introduce but, characters like that, like trolls or like I don't even know if it was a troll, but like a, a like a ghoul type protector. You're of- the ugliest monk. You have to stay in the basement and protect this thing where the key is literally across. Yeah. I don't know. They could have yeah. just had more of that. I mean, you're already dealing with That's fantastical shit like for. vampires. I So I don't know too much about gaming. So what is it where it's like you go to beat this person and then you beat the next person? Like, what is Mini that boss. called? Bosses. Yeah. So with that boss, I was like, oh, they're going to get creepier and creepier and they're going to become cool and all of that stuff. And I'm just like, where are the bosses at? Because I'm like, <laughs> isn't this based off of a game? Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, no. This See, is... you're using logic, and that's. Not... I was expecting to. You were expecting, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You had the bar very low, but it, it's still unfortunately you're shooting too high. Because in the game, that's what you you would normally fight like uh and uh, yeah you go through you a know section I thought the same thing as you Sam you fight a boss you would f- like there's a lot of mutated things that you fight and also a lot of Nazis in the game which this had none. Yeah, no Nazis. <laughs> God damn it! This movie sucked. <laughs> I was mad the lack of Nazis, but it's true. Like they go in there and, and it was very lazy. Like in the video game too, you do go to like places to find relics, but, and there's traps, but they were so lazy with this. They were just like, all right, well, we'll have these spinning things come. She'll throw her swords and then do one flip and avoid all of them. And she got this eyeball thing hanging upside down. Yeah, I, I hate that trope of like, oh, it's a room with a bunch of traps. Guess I got to do a bunch of backflips and acrobatic shit. It's like, no, no, no. Just time it out. Take a step forward. Wait for the next one. Take a step forward. Three steps forward as you're waiting. And then you're at the thing. Yeah. You don't have to be like, I'm going to flip through these traps and here's some trailer fodder. They couldn't even yeah, use... Yeah, it's called Mario Brothers, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> They couldn't even use like CGI to like even show her absorb the eye. They were just like, we'll just do a zoom in. So maybe I zoned out, but like, I what the fun. fuck? What 
what exactly was the eye? Like, I, I like, did I miss something? I'm wondering, like, too. I, uh, well, <laughs> I guess the relics in this movie are supposed to be, um, like, the original, like, almost like, like Belial. He is, like, pretty much Satan. He is, like, they killed him, like, sp- took his heart, his eye, and his rib. And all of them protect against a certain vampire thing. Like, the eye protects against holy water. Um, one of them protects against sunlight, and the other one I don't I I don't remember. Don't care enough to write it down. So I think this is the only thing that UV Bowl took from the game. And again, I could I tried to find a copy of it so I can replay it. I haven't played it since it was new, like years ago. So if I'm wrong, people listening, email me in and yell at me. But as I recall, I think every time you beat a boss, you got like these parts from Vladimir, you said, or something? Belial. Bla- I'm calling him Vladimir. They called whatever. him Belial. Belial, whatever. I'm Belial. terrible with names. Uh, and every time Rain absorbed it, you gain a new ability. So they kind of brushed over that in this because, I don't know, it seemed like she knew what she was doing, but then all of a sudden we needed a training montage. Oh, <laughs> so oh my God. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That annoyed <laughs> me so much. I was like, well, and two, maybe it's just... My Twilight knowledge a little bit. <laughs> I told Joe, I'm like, why is Rain not stronger? She's half human and half vampire. Exactly. And Joe's like, exactly, she's half human. I said, nah, in Twilight, Bella <laughs> is so strong because she's half human and half vampire. I thought almost you were going to say, why isn't she sparkling? This is bullshit. <laughs> no, not that. I didn't need half that. Half sparkling, <laughs> just like half of her body is doing it. Yeah, also, she already showed in a previous scene that she is a formidable fighter taking out a bunch of like, soldiers and shit so why does she need to go back to square one and then they have to show like oh this random guy was able to fucking disarm you like why we don't need training montages and then like michelle rodriguez looking down as she's like doing sword shit no (laughs) did you notice that she didn't take a bite of the apple it was one of those like i was like you couldn't even eat you couldn't even bite the apple i swear i heard a crunch but they probably adr it wasn't in the budget yeah (laughs) That was one of those fake apples that are like in like a Thanksgiving like center table thing. I was gonna say that was like just one of the crew's uh, lunches, and they're like, "Hey, don't eat that. We need that back." Yeah, that's a prop. Bring that over. He's like, "I only brought one apple." <laughs> yeah, uh, that that training montage, and we could yeah see. I like I said in the summer we hop around because this movie's not worth just breaking. Yeah, down if the plot see. was like great, and we're like, "Oh man, I don't want to miss this part." Yeah, we would break everything down. But, but we, like, we, you know what? We should back so up a little filler. bit because for the montage, you know, and I know we briefly talked about it. We got the weird fucking uh, meatloaf scene where he was yes. definitely not scripted at all. Yeah, not at all. They were no. like, "Here's a script," and he's like, "No, I'm meatloaf." It's <laughs> it says that there's exactly. one naked prostitute around. It's like I need six. I'm a big man, so I need six. And one of them is going to show full bush for some reason. No other reason. No reason. Just... Do you want me to add, to add uh, my name is Robert Paulson? Yeah. My name is Robert. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very weird that he was. What, did we already discuss? Like, what did you did? You you liked this character, Joe. You Was it you liked the character or were you just happy I mean, to see Meatloaf? Both. Yeah. Were you, were you uh, wait, hoping for like a musical number? Yes. <laughs> I was I was wait I was waiting for I would do anything for love or blood uh, great music video I would do <laughs> yeah. anything for blood 
Exactly. He had quite the setup too. He did. It what was a, just like funny. Like it was just. It, it was, was like the part. whole. Like I was just like bored a lot for a lot of it, totally. and then like this part happened, and I was like, all right, this is kind of entertaining actually. Like it's funny. Like it's like if I was like at a midnight screening, like I just feel like people go crazy over this scene. So. Yeah, of course they give Meatloaf the blood orgy dungeon part. It's like, yeah. aw, Meatloaf. He needs it. I have a question. So what was the point of the guy bringing her to him? Like, was he, he was just like, oh, I'll get money for turning her in? Or? No, I think it was just because they just fought a bunch of people. So they just wanted like, hey, we need to stay here for a night and then we're going to go back. And yeah, I think he's it was also like, no, I'm gonna keep her. all of a sudden. So I they were know. trying to maybe give her like somewhere to like eat. They just wanted it? star power. <laughs> They're like, meatloaf is still relevant, right? It's 2005. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because <laughs> now that you say that, Sam, it's like honestly, they didn't need that scene. They yeah. just wanted to show the cool meatloaf disintegrating. They CGI. wanted to get their money out of those prostitutes right that they hired from Romania. They're like, all right, ladies. I mean, we paid you in one Romanian shekel, so you better be naked this whole scene. I thought it was weird how, like, Meatloaf, like, put one of the girls on that guy and then I just, like, behind that. was just like, oh. yeah. Like, what the heck? I'm like, I don't like this. I think I need an adult. I mean, honestly, I'm glad that those, I hate to say this, I'm glad that they were prostitutes because they're used to ugly, gross men, like, touching them, and hopefully they were paid well. That's all I'm saying, like, if it was like, I'd feel bad if like a random actress had to be that role, and she's like, "God damn, is this really what I'm doing to like Went make to an this extra business?" Call. <laughs> yeah, like she's in SAG, like she's like, "Oh, I can eat from this food table." It's like meatloaf's gonna rub your nipple with fake blood. It's like, no, 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 I'm going home. I'm going back to Wisconsin. I don't want to be an actress. Yeah, I, I, I thought that scene was weird, but I, I guess I thought it was a cool idea where he just kind of had like this bar kind of where people were just like for vampires just like slitting their throats and they were just drinking and having a good time and yeah nobody yeah. questioned these guys coming through either and his death scene because was they awesome. were like in their little yeah, vampire scene. like comas with all the blood they were drinking true they were getting all high on that that type c blood yeah i mean i guess his death was cool looking it's kind of like what you would see from like a Goosebumps episode, like if a vampire died. Yeah, it <laughs> that it kind of remind me of Goosebumps. I was just waiting to hear the dog like. I think that's was also to show the little wrist uh, crossbows that that would magically just appear on their wrist. I loved that. Like reverse Spider Man. I need one of those. <laughs> I was gonna say, were you like Joe? So when my birthday comes up, (laughs) that's what I want. It is kind of cool. Like, why don't we have that for protection these days? You know, fuck tasers. Just (laughs) tasers subdue people. A crossbow would kill people. (laughs) That's true. A little little teeny, like little. Yeah. Okay. All right. I fine. Just murder people, man. I want one too, Sam. I agree with you. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying I don't want. I know no, I would, Josh is like, I know it would accidentally, like I talk a lot with my hands, so I would accidentally like crossbow bolt and then someone would be dead and I'd be like, oh, that'd be shit. me because I sit next to you. Yeah. But yeah, and then, you know, we, we, we get the montage scene, which was so silly. I, I was telling Josh before, I felt like the sword play in this was comical. Like it was like, I even saw the actors making like, I felt like little kid faces sometimes. 
when they were coming up with like the swords and it it was like did they not have any choreographer no fucking michael madsen no way was no. not even using his sword half the time and just punching people yeah, yeah. he was also probably drunk oh yeah he was he was well, drunk throughout the whole movie it says you could tell he was just like i was in reservoir dogs i don't need this shit <laughs> he's like i really like him as an actor but man yeah he just phoned it in on this one. Oh yeah uh, honestly, I felt like it was written like they wanted Nicolas Cage, but then they got him, and he just did not want to be there. Oh my God, have you seen Willy's Wonderland yet? I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I want to. see It's that so too. fun. Yeah, I saw you, I saw you posting about it, and uh, I know some people were like me, but it, it looks like it was made to be one of those it's comical a, oh, horror yeah. movies. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, we actually we interviewed the director on one of our episodes behind the uh, scenes Nick Cage stuff. So it's pretty cool. Oh, I love Nick Cage stories. He's <laughs> he's just I do too. He's just so special. Like that's a good yeah, way to put him. Is. He's special. He's just <laughs> so in the movie. I don't want to not spoil anything, but like in the movie when he kills the um like the animatronics, they he kills like, literally them? put. Oh yeah! Oh, shut shut up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they put like a GoPro on his like chest, and uh, the director said they would call that Rage Cage. Like uh, that's those awesome. Scenes, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been really wanting to see that one because uh, I've been wondering if we can actually get away with doing that because it seems like it was kind of based on Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you guys should. Yeah, Andrew, hey, we already maybe just, we'll get you guys back on. Andrew, here. we just did Pixels. Pixels has nothing yeah. to do with an actual video game. It's influenced. We, we've by spread it, it. out. So this one is the same how thing. we're doing things now because first we were just doing movies based on video games. Now we're doing themed because there's not a lot of live action video game movies. There's a ton of animated ones, and I don't want to watch 21 Pokemon movies. No, I don't even want to watch like more than one. I want to watch the first one. That's it. Pikachu. That's just. Ash I'm assuming that's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I love talking to you guys about other movies. This movie just <laughs> it's just so bad. And I guess this is like when we get like the sex scene, which I thought was kind of nowhere. Kind of funny because like the way he was just she was gonna bite him and he's like, No. And then they just fuck. You bang me instead. <laughs> no. Like, oh, okay. Suck my dick instead. Well that didn't happen. No, that didn't happen. But <laughs> Although she does like go down there for like a split second here, but it, it doesn't actually that wouldn't even fucking surprise me with the Yui Bolt movie no, that he just <laughs> legit shows it. I thought it was weird for this type of movie. Like, one, she's just, like, hanging on to that, like, yeah. that cage. <laughs> but then just, like, lifts her tit up and just, like, makes him lick it. And I was just like, and then I just pictured Yui Bolt being like, lick her titty. Make him lick the He's tit. like, I feel really weird doing this. He's like, shut up. I'm paying you yeah. in prostitutes. It was like a legit scene. It was like it was like watching like Skinamax at night. Like it was it was mm-hmm. pretty graphic. Oh yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend was sitting on the couch behind my computer, cat, and, <laughs> and she like I felt embarrassed because all you can hear is ah, ah, and I'm like, there's a sex scene <laughs> happening, and she's like, yeah, I know, I can't hear that. I thought it was random too because. Um, he's like, you think you're the only one that feels pain and they kind of have like a sad moment. And then all of a sudden she's like riding him. So then I was like, I told Joe, I was like, if she's really on a mission, she's not going to be worrying about riding his dick. Like maybe she is. I don't know. I would be too upset and too worried. I just would focus on other things. 
But I'm like, well, is she having sex with him? Because he's like, all I feel is pain. So she's like, let me make you feel pleasure then. But, but it, well, it was just unnecessary. It was unnecessary because it, it led to nothing. It led to nothing. <laughs> Maybe if it showed like, oh, they banged and then he gets distracted, which causes him to die later because he's yeah, worried about her. There, there can be weight in the things that they show, even if it's an awkward sex scene. There needs to be something. It, it can't just be that little comedy thing of like, oh, hey, what's up? It's lunchtime now. And thanks for <laughs> well, the clothes. Well, we're supposed to fill their connection. So when he's about There's to die none. and she's like, you can't leave me. And I'm like, bitch, oh. you've only known him for three days. True. Let him go. <laughs> I was gonna say there's like, like no. there's never there's never like an inkling that oh like they they're into each other they're digging each other like nothing and then all of a sudden it's just like okay like they're fucking all of a sudden like out of nowhere and then the only reason that scene is there is for the end scene yeah when he dies you're you're supposed to feel something there but it's it's like never you never feel that connection no chemistry no. nothing. And I think it goes back to what you said, Joe, how like you don't care about this character. You don't feel any right. connection. You don't feel like you don't know her backstory. So you're not feeling bad for her. And, you know, what what you said, like, Sam, like she, we're supposed to think she's feeling this pain and she has sex because she wants to forget the pain. But we don't realize that. I didn't even think that till you said that. Yeah. And maybe that's what he was going for. But we have no relation to this character. Yeah, we get the very, very basic. Oh, you're Ben Kingsley's daughter and he killed your mom. That's your motivation. That's it. I do have a question since we're talking about like connections and all of that stuff. Um, What's his name? The uh, Michael, his character's name. Vladimir. Vladimir. Are him and Michelle Rodriguez's character an item? Because like it sometimes it seems like it the is. And then the he kisses kiss on the head but i'm like i can't tell if you guys are a team or what's going on there yeah i don't understand that i almost got like a mentor thing because she idolized him until uh big shocker she you know fucked them all over in the end but, yeah. but then we're supposed <laughs> to believe that she's like the leader in a way no 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 what what happens is she she fucking tells the the people working for kagan where the last brimstone like fortress is they murder everyone while she's underground trying to find the heart, I think it is. And then for her father, for her father, Billy, Billy Zane. Zane, Billy Zane. <laughs> so he was not used enough writing a letter and then sending it off on a boat, snail mail style. Like it just made no sense. Uh, Sam but, and I met Billy Zane. Oh, really? Yeah, we met him at a horror seemed, convention. He seems like he'd be just like a really cool dude. He was like super nice when we I met him. Like he's, he's <laughs> I love how Sam dope. was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was nice, but he was like a, a germaphobe. germaphobe. Yeah, yeah, super germaphobe. He had like a table like separating like. Ah, oh, damn. He could, yeah, but you know he was cool. Like I had him sign a demon knight picture because he was awesome in that movie. So. Well, but That's he didn't take movie. his glasses off though. Like Joe, you're you've forgotten about this. Like you even no, said. he did take his. He was wearing sunglasses, and right before we went up, I was like, "Oh shit! I hope he's not wearing sunglasses the whole time because that was kind of weird." And then right sure. before we went up to okay. him, yeah, right before we went up to him, he takes his sunglasses off because this was the first con he had ever done, so he wasn't used to doing con. Okay, yet. I'll give him. I'll but give he took him off slack. his. He took off his sunglasses. He's like, "Oh, he's like, I didn't even realize this might like." put people off think okay, I'm like a right. jerk and he took his sunglasses off yeah so scene's right. cool in my book <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we just I think they just needed that star star quote unquote star power like we got meatloaf who else can we get uh Billy Zane 
Yeah, uh, Titanic, I baby. I didn't know he was a germaphobe. But um, yeah, and he, I felt, did he wear different wigs every time we saw him? <laughs> His hair was awful. I was wondering. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> the wig work in this movie was off the chain. Yeah, Meatloaf's wig wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> What, it was like half on his face half the time. Well, what about the one guy? Um, I don't know his name again, but everyone has like wigs and stuff, but he has the cool cool haircut and no one else has a haircut like that. Another random. What was that guy? He wasn't a vampire, right? No, no he was just like a oh. like the lead uh like, thrall, like a henchman. is what they were calling them for uh, Kagan. Yeah, he was yeah. like the guy that like Matthew Broderick played in uh, Dracula Dead and Loving Well, we'll just it, think right? about it. <laughs> you watched, the, you showed me that show, What We Do in the Shadows. That like mo- vampire mockumentary type thing. Talk about a the, great the guy, show. Uh, the guy uh-huh. that works for the vampire, he does that for them because he's being promised eternal life at some point. What do they call that? Did you guys already say it? Familiar. A familiar. A familiar, yeah. So it's probably what, he's probably like, help me to do this. Bang okay, things late. And he's point. like, and I will make you a vampire, maybe. Or I'll just thinking, Josh. Good thinking. Yeah, sense. I'm trying to bring logic to a UV Ball <laughs> movie. I guarantee it. This is the first time that was ever thought of. And he's like, "No, he's just the guy who fucking kills for him." Fuck you, American. It, did no. Did anyone else think when after the sex scene and we get that like school cafeteria scene, and <laughs> and the kid comes up to the girl and says to Rain and says. Can you show me your teeth? Did anyone else think that she was gonna say? Can you? Sh- he was gonna say, "Can you show me your tits?" Because that's I did. Sam right. said that right to me. I'm I'm glad. I'm like, am I a pervert? <laughs> no, I was like, what is he about to ask her? <laughs> that was definitely intentional. I think. I oh. think like he threw that in there as like a joke. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's totally UV bull sense of humor. Uh, oh, by the way, to see what this guy looks like. He has. E- there's even a documentary. I think the documentary is called "Fuck Off," and it's about how he's a terrible director, but still, so like big celebrities, like J.K. Simmons is in Postal, like yeah. want um, to work with him. Yeah. What uh, is he married? Does he have children? God, I hope. Movie Ball looks like basically German Henry Rollins. I was gonna say our co-host Todd is like a huge uh, hater. Of this guy, so Sam, you'll have to oh, ask him is? about I'll him. Have yeah. To ask him. yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he he um he. I don't know how he stays in business because like when I family saw the fun, film, he his family's rich. It, that's had to have to be it, it because every time we've done these movies, I swear to God, every he, one of them he spends like thirty million dollars to make these movies and only makes like three. Yeah, and <laughs> it's always from his own production company, Bull Productions, like always. Oh. It, it it's fucking. I guarantee, nice. I guarantee it's just his family. And when and he made that joke about like his movies being funded on Nazi gold and postal. I don't think that was a joke. I think he really probably does have like long family, like ties. Like maybe they're not. They weren't Nazis, but maybe they stole some Nazi gold after the fall of the Reich. <laughs> they just kind of sat on it. Uh, it's. I just his movies just. It just seems like it's just he doesn't think of what he's actually uh, trying. Like, he's just like, oh, this video game is based on this. But you know what? It should be this. Yeah, pretty much. I think the most accurate one was Far Cry. Terrible. And it's still not good. <laughs> it was terrible. I hated that movie. Um, so after this cafeteria scene and we get more dialogue from Michelle Rodriguez, I didn't. I wasn't too upset with her character, like how bad she was when she wasn't talking. But what was that her accent? Accent, her like, accent yeah. 
and her voice was very high pitched. Was it just me or did she sound very high pitched in no. this? I don't think that she could mm-hmm. um, decide on an accent for this movie. Um, yeah, because it it felt like it changed a couple scenes. And it seemed like they rewrote her character when all of a sudden she was technically the villain. Like I felt like it didn't really fit. Well, I think she just it was just showing that she had more alliance to her father because she saw because because for them they were vampire hunters. Until that point when they sided with Rain. So she looks at Rain as like, okay, maybe they're being influenced or but something like that. But her father's a vampire. Well, I, shut up, dude. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I think can't that's how they try to explain, to like, oh, well, Billy Zane's like 12 years older than this, Michelle Rodriguez. So we got to explain why he looks so much, so, so young. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happened to Billy Zane in this movie. Like nothing. He just <laughs> I think nothing. he wanted to write a letter and then he tilts his head and we see that he was bitten and then that's it really. Well we we see him one more time when the guy throws a head at him but for the messenger's yeah, head yeah. and then the letter and he's like just stop throwing things at me and I'm like I think that was off scripted. I think he just really said stop throwing things at me. And then that's it. But it it, it he, he wasn't needed. We didn't need all this extra stuff. I think UV Bowl was just like, we really need to fill in the gaps. We only got Ben Kingsley for three hours, and we just got to film as much. You want, you want to take that line again, Andrew? Since there's drag races going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we live there. on the ground Oh, my God. So that sounds frightening. <laughs> yeah, we live downtown Lowell, and it's always loud here. You get a lot of people riding by with you, loud music. I think that's you. He heard you guys talking shit on his movie. <laughs> Come on the podcast. <laughs> I think he just wants to fight you in the street. I don't think he wants to come Hell, on the podcast. Hey, if he gets people to listen to the podcast, he can go ahead. <laughs> and then he can punch me and I can sue him for his Nazi gold. It's He'll make you sign a, a, a consent form. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, dude. He's not stupid. That's how he's still rich after know. all these movies. He's spending a lot of these monies, these move his a lot of his money in these movies that don't go anywhere maybe he's making these bad movies and then placing vegas bets that they'll flop and then making a lot of money because they'll be like no wait you're a director and he's like oh, he's doubling his money just because he's like betting against himself or maybe he's just hoping two nerds make a podcast about video game movies he did this for us josh i don't think he did i don't think <laughs> he cares um it's very evident he doesn't care honestly just listening to Everything he's ever said about his directing, he just doesn't care. Well, speaking of not caring, this is when we're getting close to the end. Uh, God, you know, we skipped so much, and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you we don't really need to go every bit in detail of this movie. Uh, just giving the basic plot that Blood Rain wants to kill Ben Kingsley's character. That's it. That's the well, whole motivation of the movie. She meets other people. Random people die. And then that happens. End well, of movie. I just thought it was weird also that like the heart was where they were already staying. And I thought they wanted Rain to get the other parts. That's why they left. Like, why did Vladimir and Sebastian leave? And then to go back to that base to go underwater, not very far, where this very not so well hidden art, art like, what was it? What was it? The heart. Mm-hmm. The heart, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it It just seemed, again, like I said, filler. This movie had well, so much filler. 
Oh yeah. Well, like and then like the sh- Michelle Rodriguez death, like it like felt like it like I thought she was like gonna come back or something because like it's yeah. just like so quick. it was so weak. Like, yeah, so quick, so weak. I'm like, is that's it? Like they, they also set dead. up them like, sparring earlier, and they're like, right. we'll, we'll pick this up later. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, nope. I'm just gonna we're gonna hustle under the water, and then I'm gonna bite you, and then next scene. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Pay off anything that you set up earlier in the movie. And those guards that were guarding, like, they her just underwater. left. <laughs> Didn't do anything. They're like, Whoa, the whole time when they surfaced, I was like, where are the guards that were? She's like, watch my back. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no. She's probably drowned. <laughs> I'm a good swimmer. I definitely didn't find it. I'm a really good swimmer. Shut up, Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, so then we get to, like, this final scene, which, by the way, the fast traveling in this was worse than the last season of Game of Thrones. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys watched Game of Thrones, the final season, how they just zipped everywhere. Like, Zip, yeah. how Rain was like, okay, I'm going to go in this boat, and bam, she was there. Well, she's got strong, you know, vampire, you know, arms. <laughs> well, we didn't see that. You don't got to see her arms, man. She's a vamp. Shut up. <laughs> she can row fast. Oh boy, but I felt like this whole final scene where it, it's like, it's like I said earlier, Ben Kingsley just he did not want to be there, and he, like the just the the back. I never get when they do this in movies where they do the hand behind the back and somebody's fighting with one That's sword. Just a formal like fencing posture. That's really. And she's like that. doing backflips, doing this windmill <laughs> thing. Yeah, I love that. She's like flipping all over the place, and he's just like single stab, locked her. <laughs> he's like Perry. She's like, I can't get him with all my flips. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Ben Kingsley. Here's one stab, one parry. That's it. Stab. Imagine you're Ben Kingsley and he's like, all right, so 80% of my acting I'm going to be doing sitting down. That is in my writer for this movie. And uh, Michael Madsen was just like, well, it's the end. I'm just going to lay on this floor this whole time. <laughs> and you can just Aww. you can just keep zooming in on me going, Ugh. the floor is nice and cold. <laughs> Feels good against my skin. Bring me some booze. Would you? Would you guys think of this uh, final act, the ceremony? Uh, lackluster, just like the rest of the whole movie, pretty much. I mean, yeah. like it, it's, it's uh, underwhelming. I guess is the best way to describe it. I, I thought it was weird. I feel like I've already forgotten it. Same. And and as I'm going to then, I'm like, oh yeah, we forgot that she lets herself gets captured and she's got a ponytail now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's important. That's a vampire ponytail. She's got the heart now, so she has the ponytail. At least, like, Ben Kingsley's death was kind of cool looking, like, when he does actually die. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. I will agree with that, that the, it, it, it did look good. But at the same time, what kind of face vampires are we dealing with here? Because it seems like sometimes <laughs> he has just fangs, and then sometimes we got, like, Buffy-looking vampires. Yeah, the whole weird True. face distortion thing they were showing with, like, when she's recognizing vampires in town. It's like, why are you doing that? Yeah, don't we don't need that. It's, it's. I guess I, I, I feel like if they establish what kind of vampires, like, you know, I guess maybe because she's half human, Rain doesn't have to have, like, a face. But it just seemed like there was di- many different forms of vampires in this without explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally. don't think it really matters. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> because this movie's nonsense. I I will say, I uh, did you guys like the part where Ben Kingsley stabs 
uh, Vladimir, but it, it it was just so like he just walks. Yeah, forward. he held out his sword, and the guys just pushed the body into it, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't do any work as a vampire lord." <laughs> yeah, there's there's one thing though I will say. I mean, obviously we're like kind of bashing all of this movie, but one thing this movie did do absolutely right. For me, anyway, I the blood and gore mm-hmm. was, was great. Yeah, they, I know it was they great. Really tried like, with that, yeah, the violence yeah. was yeah. good. I, I will say that maybe the graphics weren't perfect, but they really tried to. And it wasn't just like stab, stab. Like we saw like throat slit and like you know yeah. people's like being stabbed through the head at one point, like close ups of that. And I'm like, okay, so they tried different violent stuff that you would see see in a horror movie or a scary movie. Maybe the graphics aren't perfect, you know. Because it's Yui Bowl. He probably did it himself in like Photoshop. Yui Bowl does no gore work. You can see that in some of his movies. Um, I think. Uh, oh, you're talking about a... like in Postal, where there's that scene where 50 children get shot? Oh, no, that, no, oh. that's terrible. That, okay. Again, Postal's a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, like kids. It, like, it's not, not just like, like it's a bad yeah. movie. He does things in that movie to be like, ooh, people are going to be like, that's uncomfortable, and I'm going to like that. But like in Far Cry, they had like a guy's head get like shoved through a fence and like the back of his head just like exploded like but it had like the rings of the fence in his head Ooh, and, it, awesome. that was and cool. it was really cool and i will agree with joe on this the gore was good in this even though sometimes the blood spray reminded me of uh wednesday and pugsley yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah adam's family when yeah. i feel like it blood. works though but it, it did, worked yeah. but again i wish we had more of that gore in this instead we were just stuck with too much of these scenes of like motorboat boat necks and like ju- <laughs> just like I'm sad I gotta kill my father and and if and some of the and and terrible swordplay that I feel like went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, couldn't ask for a whole lot when you're like we're gonna watch Blood Rain and I'm like, well, <laughs> I bet it's not good. Well, we, well of course we were gonna do Resident Evil Two with you guys, but I thought this would be. Uh, a little bit more of a fun movie to talk about. So, and I, I guess that brings us to the end of the movie though, right? Like, yeah, I mean, zoom every, in on everyone her face. dies. Yeah. Everyone dies except her. And she sits on the throne and it just ends. Well, she's, yeah. It just ends. Like, it ends. It, yeah. What you guys, like, she becomes the queen of that. She's now Ben Kingsley, but they're all yeah. dead. Yeah. Everyone. I did. She'll start a new family. Maybe she's I did. gotta go find meatloaf. A blood orgy dungeon, and now she's gonna run that. I did think it was funny how um, I don't know if it was a callback how she was gonna bite Sebastian the way he was like, eh, no, 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 I'm not into that. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, like it should be like an epic moment. Like she defeated him, and like it just like she sits on the throne and it ends. Like, yeah, they zoom in on her face, and it's just she fulfilled all that for what? Yeah, some prophecy, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, like we've already talked about, like that scene where that random dude dies, there could have been more weight to that if, like you said, they added maybe a couple 30 scenes of dialogue between them that led to the sex scene. Then the awkwardness afterward made afterward made would have made more sense. And then maybe a conversation where she's like, hey, if you could become a vampire, would you? And maybe he's on the fence. So then that makes sense where he's like, no, 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 don't turn me. I'd rather, you know, die a human and like live eternally as a vampire because that's all he's been fighting that would have made more sense than just like sex scene awkward stuff and then she's like but i want to save you 
Don't leave me alone. It's like, you're a vampire. You're going to live a long time. You'll find other people to randomly fucking dungeons. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they had to, you know, make sure they had time for that uh, meatloaf orgy scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Best scene in the movie. Oh, God. But now that we've wrapped up (laughs) that movie, uh, we should get to our scores, Josh. Sure. All right, so we're going to start with uh, the cheesy movie factor. So basically, how uh, this is a scoring based on if a movie uses like a classic movie, like a cheesy movie trope you've seen a hundred times, but how effectively it's actually used. So if it's not done well, like you'd score pretty low. Uh, and I'll just go, I'll go first. Uh, I gave this only a three out of ten because I found that like everything fell so flat in this movie. Even just trying to force the sex scene was just like awkward. Um, cheesy fight scenes. The dialogue. The dialogue was read so fucking wooden and stale. Everyone just seemed so bored, and you could tell just by like the fight scenes of like, uh, 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 and a spin. Uh, yeah, it just didn't do anything right for me, honestly. So I'm scoring it pretty low. Yeah, um, I'll let our ge- one of our guests go first before I, I say my score. I feel like that's what I was also going to give it before knowing your score. Um, there just wasn't any buildup. Anytime there was supposed to be passion or motivation or anything like that, it just fell so flat. So I'm also going to give it a whopping three. <laughs> um. God, I mean, this movie is definitely cheesy, but not like in any good. Not in the good way. Especially like when, yeah, like a t- intentionally cheesy movies too, or even if it's not meant to be cheesy, but like, it, like, like the room, like, right? Like it's not uh, like uh-huh. meant to be cheesy, yeah. but it's like brilliant. Classic. Like <laughs> the yeah. acting is so bad, it's actually really <laughs> right. good. Yeah, that's exactly this, a good example. Yeah, this movie is totally not that. Like, it's not a so bad it's good movie. It's so bad it's bad, like, in all ways. Like, it was just, I just found myself bored. Like, it was a chore to get through. Like, I, at one point, like, checked to see how much time was left, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get through it. Because I'm like, oh, man. Um. So, yeah, I mean, three out of ten. I'm right there with you guys. I guess, well, even though it's quadruple, I just want to say, I guess you could say this is a triple threat because I agree with everything you all said. Um, it, and, uh, it, Joe, same thing. I kept getting up. I kept checking the time. I kept being like, uh, first I was like, oh, great, this movie's only an hour and a half, but it felt like eternity. I checked the time. It said I had 45 minutes left, and I almost, I almost fucking just yeah. ran into a wall. It's, it's. It's like I say in other episodes, like if I have to keep getting up to smoke weed, I know it's not a good movie. And like (laughs) that was this movie for me and it just made time go by slower. So I will also give this a three for cheesiness. Three across the board. Beautiful. All right. Well, I mean, this leads in. This one's relatively easy. So this is the the score of the good movie factor. So like how good of a movie is this? I I kind of already feel feel like I know what we're all going to say. Um like, would you recommend this movie? It, we've already kind of said we were all super fucking bored and didn't like it. So uh, I also gave this a three out of ten. Um, as far as vampire movies with like half human, half vampire, there's just better ones out there. 
There's better TV shows that are based about vampires. There's better movies. Um, and again, you just really don't feel like the actors gave a fuck about what they were saying or doing. And I mean, even the conversations we had trying to put logic to some of these scenes mm-hmm. made more sense than what they actually did in these movies. And all we did was maybe add like a two extra minute scene here or there to add weight to something that pays off later in the movie. But of course, you can't use logic oh, when yeah. you have this director. And because, uh, you know, I think we should go in the same order for all of them. And I'm just curious also, when you guys answer this, I want you guys as the horror expertise, because this is considered a horror movie, (laughs) your score. And do you consider this a horror movie? It's scary how bad it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm trying to think, what would I... I, I actually, I didn't mind it. I think I liked it better than all of you while watching it, but it wasn't great at all. I just, I don't know what it was that kept me interested. I think I was, I was so determined to find out who was the father of who, who, who was actually a vampire, who's getting revenge, what's the story. So I was really trying to focus hard because sometimes like I tell Joe, it takes me um, a lot of energy to sit down and watch a movie like even though we review movies all the time like I, I just have other things that I rather do than sometimes sitting on the couch and watching stuff um, and on our podcast I always call certain movies a laundry movie where it's like yeah it's fine that I watched it but I wish I was doing laundry so I could get something done and that way that time wasn't wasted so this would be one of those movies is a laundry movie where it just comes on on a Sunday afternoon and you're getting stuff done. Um, I really don't want to give it a three as well, but I, cause I feel like I have to be different, but, um, I'm going to give it a four. It just, it was so flat. You guys, it was like eating macaroni and cheese minus the cheese. (laughs) That's just not well mixed sink with a little bit of old dishwater in it. (laughs) I mean, put butter on it. They're just like, here you go. I mean, she even thinks this movie is good enough to watch while doing laundry. Like that is, that's high praise. (laughs) That's high praise. Yeah, because you, you don't know. Even watching the whole movie, you can hop in and out and just be like, and watch, no, you can watch the whole movie and still go, wait, what's going on? I don't, I don't really know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like you didn't need to. <laughs> I didn't need to be so focused on it. <laughs> now, would you consider this a horror movie, though? And then oh, we'll yeah. Go to Joe. So, I, I mean, I would just, I guess I would have to because it's the vampire genre underneath the horror umbrella, but it wasn't, nothing was I, because of the gore factor of it and all of the blood, yeah. I would do it like kind of like a, I would say it's like a vampire gaming horror movie. Or like a I don't even know if I would say horror movie. though. Yeah, I would. I think I would just say how you said, Andrew, just a vampire movie, not even say like, oh, check out this new horror movie. No. Yeah, with a little action. Just like under the umbrella. I don't know how I'm saying yes and no, so. But I get what you're saying 100%. Like if somebody was like, I'm looking for a really good horror movie to uh, I, I, not a good. I'm looking for a laundry horror movie to watch. <laughs> you would not, not even suggest that. This. Just like uh, again, not even a. I'm trying to think of what's a network under Lifetime that's not the quality <laughs> of life. Yeah, this movie would be like on the Sci-Fi Channel, probably. Like oh yeah, like during the like, day at like during the day during like the day twelve o'clock or yes. one o'clock yeah, when not no one's really time. home. I was exactly. gonna say the Food mm-hmm. Network. The Food Network, like they just <laughs> accidentally run it instead of like, like that lady, who like 
backyard contessa or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, what, what yes. your score and what you consider this to be uh, horror or not? Sure. Um. So yeah, I mean, in a lie, because like when you're like, hey, we're doing blood rain. I went on Letterbox and I saw it had like a one point four. I was like, oh my god, that's like beyond terrible. So I was like expecting this to be like a half a star for me on Letterbox or something. Um, like it was watchable. Like it wasn't like the worst like movie I've ever seen or anything like that. Like would I watch it again? No. Mm-hmm. But like if someone forced me Are to you watch even it for again, the sex scene. Ha! Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, if but if someone's just like cut down the movie to four minutes <laughs> yeah. just for Joe. <laughs> but like if someone was like. Uh, Oh, like Blood Rain's on. Like I would sit and watch it. Like I wouldn't like it, but like I wouldn't be. It's not like something that's like so offensive that I never want to watch it again type thing. Um, but it's definitely not a good movie. And I'm right there with uh, Josh. I, I give it a three out of ten. And, oh, and is and do you consider? Could, yeah, yeah, horror movie. Yeah, I. It's like so on the cusp of like. It's like right there, like. But, yeah, it you want to consider it to be a horror movie because it includes vampires and stuff like that. But right. it doesn't try to do any horror. It doesn't like right. vampires aren't like rawr, like showing up to attack people. They so slowly attack people. Like, do you see my mouth opening? Here's the fangs, and now they're in the neck. It's like okay, right. it's not scary. They're in the neck. Yeah, right. they're in the neck, and now motorboat that neck. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's definitely like horror elements in there. But I, I feel like it's, I would categorize it more as like a video game action movie with horror mm-hmm. elements rather than say like it's a straight horror movie. Yeah, yeah because, I agree. Because, uh, and I guess I'll go into my score from this point. Um, I feel like the, the vampire thing was almost, even though the main character was a damn peer and they made a big thing, the, the vampire part kind of seemed not really the main focus and this you kind of like you kind of just forgot that everybody was vampires uh nobody seemed to even be as shocked like going back to that bartender when he sees the bar the when he sees the um vampire guy, guy killed killed and turned into a vampire he casually just goes that's what i like about your brimstone people you don't make a mess and nobody's just like screaming or going what the fuck they're just like oh yeah vampires they're in this world and uh yeah it's just part of this movie and I just felt like this movie was lazy. It was very lazy with the plot, very lazy with the costume. Uh, practical effects maybe wasn't so lazy, but the sword play and everything. And I'm actually going to give this a two. I don't know if that's too low, but that's yeah, your opinion, man. Uh, this is the second time I've seen second time I've ever <laughs> seen this movie. And I thought maybe it was going to be decent because you know, maybe it was that sex scene when I was younger and I was like, all right, at least this is happening. But you're like, I saw a boob. <laughs> That's going to last me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm good now. And then I see it again now and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. Now that I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that actress must have felt so weird. Like, why did they make her do that? Yeah, Was that a choice? Just like when she just like because, again, that lift scene was weird to me. That was just <sighs> very weird. But again, I'm I'm just gonna give it a two because that's how I felt. I felt like this movie was just absolutely lazy. Well, god damn it. Well, people, I am pissed. 
so unfortunately, uh, this is where our podcast episode comes to an end. Sadly, I did not realize till this was all fully recorded and I was going through the editing process that we ran into some issues and we lost the rest of Joe and Sam's audio. Again, these issues are what usually come with remote recording. And we tried another software this time. It was something that I can just use on my desktop and it seemed to work okay. But unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, I am frustrated, but hey, at least we got the whole review with the Horror Squad podcast. Um, You know, the only thing that's really missing, which I'm going to have them come back on and discuss, is we did a whole discussion on their history of horror games. And uh, they both had a lot of great things to say. I'm very sorry, listeners, that this is what happened. Uh, this is, you know, what happens when you do a podcast on your own. It's all trial and error, and you hope that things work out for the best. For our final score, Josh and I had a little bit more experience with the game than Sam and Joe. We actually both gave it a five. Um, the character was kind of there, just uh, no Nazis, and that was a big problem for me. I would like to thank Sam Stare and Joe Meganaro from the Horror Squad podcast for coming on. Uh, We really appreciated it. Uh, They were such great guests. If you liked anything they said during this episode, that's just, that's not even like their full expertise. Uh, I cannot stress enough, if you like horror, check out the Horror Squad podcast. They are amazing. Every once in a while, they're able to get very well-known directors and writers onto the show. Uh, Like we discussed, they got Kevin Lewis, who directed Willy's Wonderland, uh, that Nick Cage movie. Um, You know, they do all sorts of movies. They, I know they recently did uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, They did Godzilla vs. Kong. They did House on Haunted Hill, comparing both the 1959 movie and the 1999 movie. But just make sure you check them out. They are awesome, and it was really nice of them to come on the show. And again, just so pissed that we lost half that conversation. (sighs) God damn it. Anyway... As usual, if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like to ask us, uh, yell at us about. Um, If any other podcasters listen to this and have any suggestions about recording remotely, let me know. We're thinking of going to Zoom. It's just I'm not crazy about the sound quality. Uh, I'd rather do multi-track. But in this biz, I know you can't be picky unless you have an actual studio. Which I do not. But if if you want to email us and let us know about that, or let us know what we should cover, you can always comment at us on Facebook or Instagram, or just shoot us an email at 8bitmovereview at gmail.com. And to check out our backlog of episodes and see those spiffy covers that I always make every week, and of course to get any further information on the Horror Squad, go to our website at 8bitpod.com. That's the number 8bitpod.com. But our next episode, we'll be doing another monthly video game discussion. 
probably a little sooner than usual, but I just finished Last of Us 2, and we're going to do a deep dive into that, so make sure to check that out. Greatly apologize for what you guys are missing out on. Definitely going to have Sam and Joe back, and we're going to have a great conversation, and hopefully we'll record in person so I don't have to deal with this anymore. But thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye.